Uh, moving towards you are eight individuals. Eight. Eight individuals many, in uh, what looks like some kind of very blackened leather armor with little plates in it here and there. And they're all carrying short swords, cudgels. Willow, how long are their fingers? And yes, they have these black gloves with these elongated fingers and small palms huh. around the pommels of their weapons. We're and, in the right place. And these elongated Beats. noses under a mask of sorts. Should we try talking to them first? Welcome to Chronosphere Fiction. This is your celestial master of ceremonies, Daniel French. And you just heard where we left off in Port Locke. We now bring you Port Locke Episode 8, Meeting the Long-Fingered Folk. For the visuals of the caverns that our characters are currently in and all their placements during the upcoming encounter... Those will be posted on patreon.com slash chronosphere and on fishbonius.com under the pictures page. I'll let our characters reintroduce themselves and then we'll get right into it. Enjoy Port Law. I am Javier Velasquez. I play the character Egan. He's a bard from the Troop of Glamour. Dean Garcia here. My character's name is Halsey Maliswill. He goes by Hal. He is a rugged individual, very leading man type of look. He is missing his right hand. Hello there, my name is Wyatt Spencer. I play Willow Legand. She is a half-elf monk of the Order of the Drunken Masters. This is Rod Diaz playing Runer Stormsheep, a paladin. And off you go. Hello. I tried talking to them at the bar. They weren't the chatty type. They talked in some weird language Do that I don't understand. Noticed us. Do they notice us? Oh, yeah. They're, they've noticed you and they're walking towards you. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, we did boy. pick the wrong side. Oh, boy. How we were on the other side. Pull out my sword. Uh-huh. I get my glutarity. Uh, hello. Uh, hi. Is this where the party is? We got so you say hi. Is this where the party is? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I raised the roof with one of my hands. Yeah, we're the Aristocats. <laughs> they already had swords and stuff in their hands. They obviously heard you guys pulling a boat down the tunnel before you got here. They probably heard the pole tap in the walls as you were even maybe having conversations coming down the tunnel. Oh, oh! If they, you... they they were well uh, alarmed. They knew you guys were coming well before you got here. So you see them walk out of this uh, darkened area. And seven of them stop as the guy towards the front holds his hand up above his shoulder. And the seven behind him kind of stop and stand there. And he continues walking towards you as you're saying, is this where the party is? And Hal is raising the roof and he's, he's pushing up with his hand. And the guy walks over. We were hired for entertainment. He walks over to the bridge. And you notice when he gets to the bridge itself, on the side that he's on, there's these huge posts on either side of the bridge where it's connected. Yeah. It is wooden, but there are like gear teeth 
in the wood and there's a gear with a handle on it and you're raising your hand like raise the roof and he gives you this kind of funky crock-eyed look and then he he points at the gear and he points up oh and i go nice yeah let's party hey no no he's showing us how to get the boat through yeah (laughs) thank you and he looks at you guys and kind of grimaces and nods yeah and he grabs the crank and he starts turning it and it makes this crankety crankety noise and the bridge begins raising up these posts that it's on and he turns the crank until the bridge goes up the entire bridge about five or six feet and now you could get in the boat and go under the bridge. Great, great, great. Nice. Thank you very much. Do you guys speak common? Are you guys, do you guys, you know, talk? I want. Why are you here? Oh, there we go. There you go. Uh, you know, when I try to talk to you all when we were playing cards. Yeah, he you was didn't really... talk to me. Oh, right. I guess not. I guess Who are not. you? But I'm Egan. Halsey Malaswell. Nice to meet you. You can call me Hal. I'm Egan the Bud. Bruner. I'm Willow. Who sent you? Who sent us? Well, well, we just got lost. Yeah, we were looking for a party. I mean, I mean, look at my gluta. It's a very pristine gluta for partying. <laughs> so, right. Where did you get your boat? Our boat. Our boat. I've I've had that for years. I grew up with that boat. I think of it as a brother. Uh, yeah, we just met him. He's been saying that's your boat. A- we just met him. And why are you coming <laughs> down the stream right now? Because we were invited to a party. The party. Yeah, we were told to just go on. They this told boat. us to find <laughs> Jack. Are you, are he you whistles, Jack? and all the other seven dudes start running towards you. Uh, why he picks up his sword and runs at you. Are we rolling initiative? We are rolling initiative. Right. The first combat of the game. Well, ah. What made you think he would believe that was your boat? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it would be funny to say. <laughs> yeah, I've had this boat for years. I instantly heard I had this boat for years. And I was like, well, plan's done. <laughs> what are you guys going to say? Well, you beat us to it. <laughs> when, yeah, why do we, why do we let you talk? <laughs> Seriously. I was behind freaking we Willow. Let the most charismatic person talk. I mean, I got this through the gate, and I? <laughs> I don't know. Why didn't you talk then? Because you, you were talking. Owl is scared. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll keep that in mind from now on. All right, what'd you guys get on your initiation? I notes? got a 12. Egan the Bod got a 12. I got a 6. Ooh, I got a oh, 13. 8. Una, okay. Like I said, he made his whistle. Those guys have started moving forward. So I'm just going to move them a little bit. And Brunar, you get to do whatever you're going to do first. I take my sword and engage this main guy. Yeah, I'll let you run in between your friends. While they're getting ready. Keep them alive. That's a standard run up and hit. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) 16. That's going to hit. 14 points of damage. Would you like to say what your sword did to this guy and where it hit? Uh, Right through the chest. And it rips into his chest, and his mask almost falls off as his jaw drops open and his eyes roll back in his head. 
and he begins to just fall in front of you. Wait, no, keep him alive! <laughs> ah! uh, Sorry, Hal. The next initiative was I might, man. I might do something. I oh no, never mind. That's the he might work. be okay. You ripped him open pretty good. Pretty good. He might make it. His armor was better. I'm gonna use vicious mockery on the guy in the middle there. You unleash a string of insults laced with subtle enchantments at a creature. It goes from 60 feet. Uh, it does 1d4 damage. Yeah. And they have to make a saving throw. Do your 1d4 damage. He did not make a save. When he is disadvantaged okay. on his next attack. Joey, oh, that. was like that. Hudson, your mother smelled of elderberries. <laughs> exactly. I fought in your general direction. <laughs> okay, the bridge is now raised, so you can run under the bridge. A guy in a front that he, he's got a big floppity cloak coming off of his head and the back of his neck reaches Brunner. Does a 14 hit your armor class, Brunner? My armor class is 16. You easily dodge or deflect this swing that he makes at you. One of them, the one in the, in the more blacker uniform, has stepped into that tunnel as he's ready to crossbow. The one next to the water has pulled out a short bow. And the four behind them are kind of still assessing the situation as they run up. And they're, they're looking at Bruner mostly. I could take it. And it is Willow's turn. Okay. I don't like that guy with the crossbow. Me? Uh, yes. I know. <laughs> turn <right>. on Hallam. <laughs> the ultimate heel turn. Yeah, I'm going to run up to the guy with the cl black cloak and the, with the crossbow. I'm going to attack that guy. Does a Blevin hit? No, it does not. Okay. Uh, bonus action, offhand attack. Does a 22 hit. Okay, so only six points of damage. Okay, you heard him. I'm going to spend one of my key points to make one more you, attack. You've distracted him from his crossbow for a moment. This is my um, flurry of blows. Offhand, the next third offhand attack. Okay. <laughs> That's nine points of damage. That last one, you catch him on the bottom of the jaw and you hear his neck crack. And his tongue sticks out, and he slumps down to the ground. So, Drunken Master, if I use my Flurry of Blows, I get to disengage, so they can't take Opportunity Attacks against me. Or I'm going to move right there. Right. How's up? All right. First thing first, does anyone else here speak? Not you guys, just these, these guys. Do any of you speak? No? Okay. Uh, Nobody's answering you now. So, yes. Uh, Willow has successfully made... Three attacks. <laughs> well, usually I, I, and I have ran to... forty feet in the time it took a guy to swing a sword. Months, man. <laughs> I mean, I have to spend well, key points cool. to do it. From there, can I reach the guy who's fainted? Oh, God, the, the first, first guy one. that went first down. Guy. Yeah, yeah. I'll let you do that. All right, uh, I'm gonna do cure wounds on him. Does it take you more than a round to do this, or like no, no? It's just an action. Round. It's an action. Action. He he rises up with eight HP. You see the gash in his chest fill in with his own blood and flesh covered by armor so you can't tell really what's going on in there you know inside the gash through the armor and his eyes open and he like shakes his head all right keep him alive <laughs> he's the only one that talks and then uh, as a bonus action that guy right next to Bruner on the other side, the guy wearing the dark clothes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, him. I'm going to use Slayer's Prey on him. 
when I attack him, I get an extra D6. Ah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I do the the thing where I like get my fingers and I do that like eye right, contact thing. I, I look at him. You, yeah. In my sights. I got down. you in my sights. Okay, Halsey. You see one guy do this sprint. An opportunity attack. Swinging this cudgel in front of him at you. I don't think so. What? Uh, that's not working. The guy on Bruner goes around him a little bit as another person comes in behind him. Do we have a yeah, time? as a matter of fact, this one stepped over his body to swing at Halsey. Halsey doesn't 11 hit you. Nope. And then on Willow, mm -hmm. you have not maybe two. four. You have two people swinging on you. One's on the ground and the other one can't reach. There's a 17 hit Willow. Nope. Jeez. Wait, what's your AC? 18. This is Dex and Wisdom. Crap. Because monks. Monks. And one of them does it. The one on the outside catches you on the calf. How dare he? For a big three points of damage. Awesome. I'm at 33. Two guys on Bruner. Mr. Red Cape. Does a 16 hit you, Bruner? Yes. Got you good. He gave you six. All right. And then the original guy that had run up on you. Practically hits himself. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, next would be Bruner. All right. I will swing at the guy in the red cape. 13. That's going to hit. Nice. And you know, the, that's 11. The, the guy to your right you, is the guy you had already hit once. You did 11 yeah. points of damage to this guy? Mm hmm. He goes down. Nice. That would put you next, Egan. I use my action to disengage. Okay. So that guy in front of me does not hit me if I move. So I move towards me this way, and I use Mantle of Inspiration. I use my last, and I can choose any number, at least one person. And my three party members get five additional uh, temporary Ooh, hit points. Let's go. Nice. And they also... Give yourself temporary hit points of five, everyone, in parentheses. Okay. Prepare to erase them again soon. Okay. You can immediately use your reaction to do your full movements. Mantle of Inspiration. College of Glamour. That makes it Willow's turn. So which guy hit me? The one with the big axe. Okay. Can I hit him from where I am? His staff attack. Let's go. 23 to hit. That's a nice hit. It hurt. I do 12 points of damage. 12 points of damage. You thwack him on the side of his head and his eyes cross and he hits the ground. Bonus action. Kick. I'm going to kick that guy with my offhand attack. That is a 15 to hit. Go ahead and do your damage. That is eight points of damage to that one. Okay, he goes, ooh! And, oh, oh, shit! Sweet. I will walk over these bodies to get right there to allow Hal to move Sweet forward. Save. I'm like, oh. oh, God, that body's Hal! Well, first I'm gonna back up, and then I'm gonna aim my crossbow at the brown guy. Does a 10 hit? <laughs> no! Shoot. I can reload it as a bonus action, right? Yeah. Does the crossbows have the crossbows have the loading feature, which means if you have like multiple attacks, like multi-attack, you can't take the second attack. Oh, all right. No, then I'm fine right now. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Yeah, that's all. Okay, as Willow goes around the guy that she was on, he follows Willow and makes a slash with his short sword. Oh, feebly misses you. <laughs> you easily dodge it. Then on Bruner, the two on him. Are you not entertained? <laughs> Little Blondie hits you with an 18 for five points of damage. And the Cape Master. Uh, he missed. The big guy. This 
big dude right here runs in on Halsey and misses. Good. Bruner. I call him a loser. Ah, loser. Shot. I'm going to attack the guy on the right. You have a thing for people in capes. I do. I want them dead. Oh, oh dear. I have a cape. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> better run. 15. That's a hit. And this is 10 more. Down he goes. Goodbye, Raggedy Ann. But his cape helps him up a little bit. He uh, did. He was my slayer's yes. prey. Sorry, man. It's okay. All right. I'm going to use Fairy Fire on the guy in front of Hal. He's enlightened, so what? what? Yeah, Fairy Fire is like oh, a yeah, it's an spell, a correct? You have to make saving throws. If you fail, it'll affect us, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it lights people up. Yeah, it lights you so up. It, like gives, it gives you advantage on all attacks against them. Should have done it when they were all over there. I know. I yeah. I'll allow you to rethink your, yeah, your I'll plan rethink that. because your character knows your spell better than Hobby. Yeah, uh, sorry about that. Uh, I guess I, I'll take up my rapier and I flank the guy and I attack him. Do it. Do it. Rapier. Nice. 18 is a fine hit. Yeah. A stab in the kidney, I see. 12 points of damage. And he arches back and grabs with a rapier, went into his kidney, slumps down, sliding off the point of your rapier as he hits the ground. What can I say about you? <laughs> well, I got my first kid. <laughs> the guy that Hal healed sits up and, and yells, yield! And the blonde guy that's attacking Bruner steps back and holds his hands up. All right, so let's talk. This is what we wanted to do before, and then you started attacking us. And the guy that you healed goes, well, you lied. That's true. Well, <laughs> I also why saved... Why are you here? I also saved your life, so um, how about a thank you? You're the one who attacked us. We're investigating some stuff, is what we're doing. Have you seen any slimes lately? As you can see all around the cave, there's various glowing funguses. Have you seen a big fat man with tattoos of a snake on both arms? His name is Kondo. I know who you're talking about. You can find him down here. Can you tell us where he we found him? Probably in town or a log. Can you tell us where? Actually, only a rumor that I know. Do tell. What does your rumor is here? To the northeast of Port Lock, hmm. on the other side of the forest, is an area that opens into a desert. Hmm. And there is a uh, fortress temple there. Okay. That's where Kondo comes from. Comes from there? From the forest temple? He lives there? Yeah. Rumor. Ruma. Okay. And and this fortress temple are worshippers of Set. Oh, all right. Oh, cool, cool, Who's cool, that? cool. So that's cool. We're Set is a, uh, I remember right, it's a serpent god. Turns people into snake people and hypnotizes people and they do whatever he wants. So I got one other question for you. What's your old deal? What are you guys? Who are you guys? But before you answer that question, uh, <laughs> can I bother no. something for you? Do you know a man named Shashama, the rug maker? Happy no, I never heard of him. Insight, Insight check. check. <laughs> we believe him. Well, if you did know him, I was going to bring one of your boys back to life. I mean, he's still alive here. And I'm both point at the guy who's like, <coughs> that I just stabbed. I mean, and, I, and my hand's glowing with cure wounds. I mean, look he, at this. He's, he's telling the truth. He's telling he's the truth? He's never heard of Shashama. Well, okay. I just cast cure wounds on the guy in front of me. I give him some hit points back. And Which your... guy in front of you? Guandi? No, I am right there, the big guy. Okay, normally in the rules, if somebody went beyond their hit points, you can heal them like the next turn or so, and they'll... Well, if they're a character, they drop unconscious, but these guys appreciate you were just killing. 
Okay, you, so. you go to heal him and nothing happens. Sorry. I'm pretty yeah. sure I broke this guy's neck. I don't think you can heal that. I think he's dead. Yeah, sorry about that. I, I think it's, uh, yeah, reincarnation at this point. Yeah, yeah sorry about that. Great, great. Now answer. <laughs> but I never said he was dead, so he wasn't dead. He just went down with a big gash in his chest. He was mostly dead. dead. He wasn't almost dead. dead. By the way, my friend doesn't like your hands. He just wants no, to ask no, you No, 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 no. It's not that. <laughs> I have nothing against your hands. I'm just wondering... What's your old deal? <laughs> Why are you down here? Who are you guys? We're mining. You're miners. What sorts? Why are your fingers like that? We're mining something valuable. What you mining? Well, just remember, we just killed like half five, of you half guys. Of you yes. guys. <laughs> so kill me. We already did. So technically speaking, you don't really have nothing yeah. to lose. Come on. I ain't telling you what I'm doing here. How about this? And I toss, I toss okay, two gold pieces suspicious. towards them. Just tell us what you're looking down here. I will leave you alone. We are mining all of the various minerals and fungus we find down here. Well, who? Shashama. No, <laughs> it's not Shashama. The Lord? <laughs> Valerian? That, that skinny mustache blowhard. Get out of here, man. Okay, so if you're not looking for him, I, I don't think Melendor would just hire some random people off the Wait, he did what? hire us. You guys are working for Melendor? Melendor Schmidt. Yeah, you know him? Get yeah. out of our minds. Why? Technically speaking, oh, you already say, are. Did we say we work with him? No, I meant we hate him. I hate him so much. Oh, my God. <laughs> just like a brother. <laughs> like a brother? What? That's fair. We'll just keep going on down our, our way He here. takes a quick sidestep and jumps into the river. Get him! <laughs> Can I go? And start swimming downstream. Oh, you got to be kidding me. I say we just get in the boat and keep going down. Oh, yeah. Okay. But before that, I take one of the dead ones and I take off his... Since you didn't notice, the other guy you didn't kill jumps in the water right behind him yeah. and starts uh, That's cool. Uh, that, that I go to one of the dead ones. They jump in the water, and you even see them, like, after a couple strokes, they go underwater, and it doesn't look like they come back up. That's fine. I don't care. I go to one of the dead ones, and I uh, take off his hood, and then take I'm off his glove. I'm going to go in front of this guy, make sure he doesn't so wanna, go in the water. <laughs> I want to see what these guys are. So I take off the hood and take off the glove. Take off his hood, and he's got a face like... Peravio. Yeah, he's got a face like a rodent. He looks like he's part man and part rat. Does he have a tail? That's why they have long noses. You're already halfway there. I'm sure he has a tail. He's a rat guy. Is this guy still alive? Just letting you know. Just wondering. No, there was two guys and they both jumped in the water. Take a swing at him as he jumps in the water. Kill him. Well, that's like 20, um, 20 something. Well, you don't have to kill him. Just knocking out straight. Knocking him out. Six points of damage. Just knock him back. We're knocking him back out of the water yeah, as you do this. Okay, cool. You knock him out, and he's not in the water. Nice. Technically drowning off into the water. What do you want to do with him? Interrogation? He's, he's not going to talk to us. He's, well, we do know someone who would. Who? Melendor. When you need someone We could just ask Melendor since these guys seem <laughs> to... Or... We get a rat to talk to him. And oh my I god, we're not getting rat. you a rat. They are rat people. We're not getting you a rat. They are rat people. No rats. <laughs> I felt. I feel like this is a very good idea, and you guys are just putting me down for no reason. Enough of this rat. Well, we know this is here now. In front of my brother, and I point to the boat. Oh my god. <laughs> well, we know this is here now. They know we're here now. There's probably more people than just those two. We need some information from yeah. this guy. Do we? Well, we got Melendo. All right, yeah, let's take him to Melody. Why don't place. we bind him yeah. and continue seeing where this leads? Right. I take and hopefully out, find a way out. I take out my hempen rope and 
Could you guys help me no. tie him up? No, you wanted the rat, you get the rat. Tie your rat. Okay. Tie your rats. I feel like it's a bad idea to tie have a handicapped person. <laughs> I'll one. tie up the one that I knocked out. No, Thank you. No, he, he wanted his rat, he ties his own rat. I don't want this rat. <laughs> I okay, so you've taken off a mask, you've seen a rodent face, you knock this guy out and you tied him up. We're taking him. <laughs> We're- we're taking, taking him, him where? What are you going to do? We're going to take him to Melodors, I guess, but we have so to go back, going to, the back to the boat. Do we yeah. want to go back or do we want to keep going? Quick can we... question. Can I investigate what they were mining then? Where? Where they all came from, at least. You walk back there and you look around and in that area right there are two tables, round, mm -hmm. chairs around them, mm -hmm. small burnt out campfire looking thing. Okay. And a crate, when you look at it, is Full of a coarse black mineral in very small pebbles I pick of one up. form. I pick one up. Mm -hmm. Hey guys, I think I found what they were looking for. Like, it doesn't ooh. look like anything you've ever seen before. This is new. That's a rock. Look at this rock. Have you seen a rock like this? And I point at the mineral and like show it to ah, him. Show it in his eye. Ah. Have you seen this? Ah. Look at this. No. Get yes. away from me. Why don't we bring it back to Melendra? All right. Uh, All does right. does so, anyone have an extra bag? I do. All right. Uh, I just get a handful of this stuff. And uh, I just, bring a couple more handfuls. We don't know if this is valuable stuff. Or I, not. I put like handfuls of it into his bag, and we go back to the boat, I guess. With the fainted rat. Don't, so, so I don't we, want this. What we need to decide now is, do we carry this burden and continue forward, or do we just go back now with what we found so far? I feel like we go back. We could always come back, right? Well, we if we go back, is. Willie is going to be like, the hell? What to my door and my boat? And then we say, Melendor? Well, he's <laughs> probably the one. He's probably part of this. Yeah. He's definitely uh, aware of this, so. Indeed. Well, it's going to be a long trip. I think this I is illegal. Probably. I mean, so if we keep our mouths shut, He'll be fine with us doing anything. Plus, we've got to get your shoes. Yeah, my shoes. Yeah, those are those, those are good. Are that was premium leather. <laughs> I needed that back. <laughs> All right, let's go back. All right. All right, we're going back the way we came. We go back the way we came to get our shoes, and deliver this guy to Melendor and the. Okay, yes. you get back in the boat. Mm -hmm. You know, we could always weaken. You're paddling brain. against the slight uh, current, current uh, and pushing against the wall with your yeah, pole. My small yeah. arms. <laughs> my skinny arms. <laughs> I'm like it's, it's a bit of work, but it's it's doable. I'm lying down. You can and tell I'm people my, have done it before. My feet over. So now there's five of you in the boat. You're bringing yep. the uh, other person with it. Yeah. You didn't grab the crate of mineral. No, no, well, we got, got the bags. Got we got, we got some bags of it. A yeah. couple bags of it. Yep. Yeah, we'll say two bags. Yeah, a little yep. more than this size. Yeah. Okay. You go back to the other end. Tie the boat up. Go upstairs silently. Silently. Leave a few more. All your sneakiness. Ooh, eighteen plus three. 21. 10. 22. Okay, Bruner's not so quiet. <laughs> I'm wearing a lot of armor. I got, I got 21. Okay, good job. <laughs> I'm just following. I'm Everyone's just doing just exactly, exactly what Will is doing. Exactly. Everyone's just like tiptoeing. As you come to the top of the stairs where you broke in the door, Bruner slips and falls on his ass. Oh. Right there on the stairs. Somebody has poured some thick viscous oil all over the stairs. Mm. Weird. Great. Where you guys broke the door down. Who does that? Run. <laughs> <laughs> and as you come out of that into the mudroom, the, the front door is open. There's three more pairs of shoes there than there were before. Ah. And you hear from upstairs, Oh, made it back, have you? Hey, Willie. 
Ah, uh, hey, what's up? So we were trying to find a you party. You guys don't run it. It's, it's from far upstairs. Oh. 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 And you dear hear does. footsteps coming down. I, I, run say, to, I run to the door. Run, 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 run sounds out. like through the library room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah let's okay. just go. So, let's just go. Let's just go. Beeline. I dash. Beeline. I grab my shoes very fast. And then Me go. too. I, I grab my I'm shoes. I'm carrying that other dude on my... We're thing. running. I am ahead okay. of everybody. We're running out. <laughs> where do you run to? Find Gil. 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 Okay. <laughs> up the trail to where Gil had the wagon. Yeah. yeah. You run up the trail, and the wagon's there facing towards home. And Gil's sitting in the front with his head leaning back. <laughs> we yell, Gil! Gil's Gil. leaning back, and he hears you yelling his name, and he... Gil, start the car! He sits up, and he starts the horses before you guys even no, get to the hold wagon. On. Hold on, well, Gil! No, slow enough so you guys can get in, but you're it's already moving, and you guys are going to hop yeah, Will, in. Will's like probably 40 feet ahead of <laughs> And you all hop into the wagon, and it's the middle of the night. God. The treehouse inn and tavern is quiet. That's weird. Gil takes off, and off you guys go back towards the town of Portlock. Oh, my and God. And Schmidt's Monster Hunter. Nice. Uh, nice. To be continued. And that's where we're going to leave you on this episode of Portlock. Remember to tell your friends about Portlock and Chronosphere Fiction and help us get some new listeners. In the same world as Portlock, about a four-day ride south, the story of Agapantha is going on. You might want to listen to that. Also in the same world is Gafgar and the Eternally Unfurnished, in which the season finale will be out soon. In other news, be on the lookout for episode one of the second season of Generation Z. And the first episode of our new Western series of Outlaws and Lawmen. We also just started a series written by Stephen Chisholm called Corporate Punishment. The second episode of that will be out soon. You can become a patron of Chronosphere Fiction at Patreon. Slash Chronosphere where you'll get bonus episodes, music, video, and other goodies. Thank you for listening to Portlock on Chronosphere Fiction. Until next time, keep your cosmos clean.